Some shock <laughs> that the Democrats would deal in this way with the president. Of course they did. Hey, no one should be surprised by this. And it's also true that I think now people are wondering, okay, what kind of deal is he going to do on immigration? I, I didn't hear him talking about a wall. I happen to think, you know, you and I have had this conversation. I think massive border security doesn't necessarily include a 3,000-mile wall. But that's not what he said. And that's not what his supporters think they heard from him and That's a right. result he promised to deliver to them. And so I'm not at all surprised that the Democrats are trying to use this moment to their maximum advantage. And President Trump, as a deal maker, should understand that as he walks into more and more deals with the Democrats, do not give them more leverage than they already have. They have massive leverage on DACA because it is an emotional issue that tugs at people's heartstrings. And they will use that leverage to the maximum extent. You're listening to The Devil's Advocate, where we talk about news and current events. I'm your host, Brandon Condit. And I'm also your host, Mitchell Hernandez. Our goal at The Devil's Advocate is to provoke thought by introducing viewpoints and information that isn't readily available in the mainstream media. It's in truth a conversation where an independent liberal, like myself, and an independent conservative, like myself, can share different viewpoints without the typical disdain for one another we see all too often in politics. So with that, let's get started. The FCC Chairman Ajit Pai is... Following through on his plan to repeal these government regulations that were put back into place, uh, the rules known as net neutrality, prevent Internet service providers such as Comcast, AT&T, Verizon from favoring their own digital services and slowing down those of the rivals. I know it sounds really complicated, but I promise he's going to make it easy for you. Ajit Pai believes that these rules are discouraging uh, basically investment in new networks and being able to provide faster online access in remote locations is pretty important stuff right now. He joins me now. And Ajit, uh, congrats. This is what you wanted to do. <laughs> well, thanks, and it's great to be with you again, Trish. I'm looking at the word net neutrality on our screen right now, and I'm sure people are sort of glazing over. Explain what that is, because you, I think, do this better than anyone, sir. Well, thanks. It involves a basic concept of how the Internet is governed. Do you want it to be governed by engineers and entrepreneurs, or do you want it to be run by bureaucrats and lawyers here in Washington? Uh, starting in the Clinton administration, uh, there was a uh, consensus on light-touch regulation. We would let the market, as opposed to micromanaging regulators, decide how it was governed. That changed in 2015 under the Obama administration. Mm -hmm. And all I've proposed to do is simply return to that bipartisan consensus yeah. that served us so well for 20 years in okay. favor of the market. So President Obama and his team didn't want to see the market at work? Essentially, view? yes. Yeah, after the 2014 elections, he instructed the FCC to adopt these uh, heavy-handed common carrier regulations that were developed in the Great Depression to tame Ma Bell, the telephone monopoly, and they applied it to this very dynamic marketplace. Uh, thousands of Internet service providers uh, were now under the sledgehammer of so-called Title II regulation. All right, and we are back. Thanksgiving week. Oh, yeah. And... Uh, as promised, we got a couple of couple of friends of the show. Frank is back for the third or fourth time now. Hey, and, uh, friend of the show, Dan, finally made it by. Hello. Right. Why yeah. do you keep dodging us and shit? It's like, yeah. it's like man. Well, I'll do my best to stay away from you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so um, so as, a, as a result of the holiday and the fact that we're just sometimes lazy 
not a ton of huge shit happened this week no. either. Nothing that that jumps Massively off the. Newsworthy or... That's what I'm thankful for. <laughs> right. So, um, so I guess we're gonna go ahead and do another episode, kind of like we did a, a few weeks ago, where we just kind of jumble this up and as a sp- split up a rest of the week segment, kind of yeah. talk about some sm- smaller stories. Um, Make fun of some shit, you know. You know how Real we free do. Form. You know how we do. <laughs> sort of thing here at the DAP. That's right. Um, so, yeah. So I guess let's get started with uh, government shutdown. Impending, yeah. pending, maybe. Yeah, it's coming up. So for people who don't know, it looks like the government could shut down again. Uh, let's see. I got an article here coming from Vox, a Tara Golshin, and she writes. Don't look now, but it's becoming a real possibility that the government will shut down in December. Congress has until midnight on December 8th to pass a spending bill or the uh, federal government will run out of money. The tricky thing is that Republicans need at least eight Democrats in the Senate to meet the 60-vote threshold needed to pass the bill, which means that they'll need to do some serious compromising to get a spending bill through. The shutdown dance is a familiar one. Uh, It looked possible... uh, it looked possible as recently as this past April, but it's still too early to evaluate the state of the negotiations. But this year, Donald Trump has really complicated Congress's job and basically pissed everybody off. <laughs> <laughs> Once, Shocker. Uh, I know. Once Obamacare repeal failed, the only major item on Republicans' agenda for the rest of the year was supposed to be tax reform. But then Trump announced his administration plan to su- sunset the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals program, putting upward of 600000 unauthorized immigrants in limbo and that's daca yeah exactly a move that will increase premiums for and that's what the democrats i think are are really wanting to pass a move that will increase premiums for americans and dig a deeper hole into the national deficit trump is forcing congress's hand to act but he hasn't given a clear or realistic policy uh, directive on immigration or health care so that's basically what's that is they're gonna have to get a new spending bill passed and apparently they can't just get rid of the uh two-thirds majority and do a simple majority they're gonna have to have democrats on board with it because checks and balances <laughs> well they're seeming like democrats are gonna make this an issue now that they're either gonna fix DACA yeah or they're well it was always a yeah that was it. always an issue and what they wanted well, to this do this was like when we talked about a couple months ago about uh and trump chuck schumer hand, the keys yeah, yeah he handed him the keys and that's and what we're seeing now we've got they've, they've got the republicans by yeah. the balls Believe it or not, four months passes, <laughs> right? And the bill comes due. Yeah. So what's so? What do you think happens if there is a government? There won't be a government shutdown. There could be a government I shutdown. Mean, it's happened before. It has. You know? Yeah. Ted Cruz. <laughs> um, Ted Cruz. But he didn't get his way. So let's say that there is. Yeah. Who takes the blame? Um. Well, obviously they're both to blame. If you're asking who the media is going to assign the blame to, I oh, think we, that's a simple know. one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, like, does it matter who gets the blame? Yeah. Like, it why d- is it shutting down again? No, we I agree. saw what happened last time with the, <laughs> you know, people that were, what were they, furloughed for how long? A month and a half or something like right. that? Where they're just yeah. like, just show up and don't expect paychecks, but you got to do it or you're fired. <laughs> not a great plan. No. Yeah. No, <laughs> no. it's not. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I agree with you. I, I don't think Me? that yeah I don't think <laughs> that it means where's the scoreboard <laughs> I don't 
I think that that's definitely the bigger issue is like, why have we gotten ourselves? But the answer, the simple answer is politics. Everything's fucked. Um, yeah. <laughs> politics is how we got that's here. Shorthand. Where it does, where the blame does matter is going into an election. Yeah. Um, and well, let me, again, the media is going to say that it, it's Trump's fault. Right. The and, article that I had pulled up, the first, the first sentence of it was like, Republicans are in an awkward position. <laughs> Stop being dicks or, <laughs> right. Um, so, you know, but I don't know. I think it's to unfortunate me, that we're looking at this again. Yeah, we're, I mean, it's a little bit different now. I mean, the, the thing that the that Ted Cruz wanted to get rid of was Obamacare. So he was like, you need to get rid of Obamacare or we're shutting the government down. Well, of course they're not going to do that, especially because the data wasn't in yet on right. whether it was a success or a failure. And, you know, this is a bit different. I feel like Republicans can live with DACA. We've Almost everyone has come out. I think it had like, what, 65% public support? Or yeah. something like that, like even from Republicans. Yeah. The only one who really gives a shit about this is like the forever Trumpers. Even well, even yeah. Mitch McConnell even said that they were would be willing to like settle on DACA if they yeah. could get like support for the wall or like even tougher immigration yeah. rules. Exactly. So I, I can't imagine this isn't something I feel sh- they shouldn't the, be able to compromise but it's, on. It's the thirty seven percent that they're worried about. Yeah. It's the thirty seven percent that um that that Trump is worried about. And that 37% isn't Mitt yeah. Romney's well, I think 37%. Trump Trump. It's Trump's base. I don't think he gives two shits who he might be offending or whatnot. I think that, that he just has his own opinion. I think he's absolutely worried. He's he worried like about that percentage yeah. of people. He's worried about his base. Yeah. He doesn't disavow people <laughs> in Charlottesville unless he applies I think shit that's, that's equally. just what he thinks. I think um, he really thought that that was... That it wasn't. I do in the same thing. I do think he's a vain man, though, and he yeah. thinks that he has to have people that like him. Like you clearly yeah. see that he loves being he on stage. He wants to be liked. Like, no way, like, not the guy who in the last episode <laughs> said I should have left those kids in jail in China. <laughs> not him. He couldn't be vain. Um, yeah, I don't know. He did you see too? Right after we shot that segment, the next morning, I woke up and I think it was thanks uh, the day before Thanksgiving, and at like six in the morning, he tweeted that um, Levar Ball was like the poor man's Don King without the hair. <laughs> what? Like, yeah. what are you what doing? Yeah. Uh, He's a name for everybody. I just wait yeah, for does. it every time he has a conflict. Yeah, he does. So. Um, yeah, I don't know, but that again, something that should be very easy to get a compromise on, and something that I don't know what we get out of it because I'm assuming. Well, I guess we want the spending bill passed as Republicans, but still, I feel like they need to get something out of it also. But if, are they? Is, aren't the Democrats going to just keep doing this? Aren't, yeah, like, isn't it with it, anything that they need bipartisan support? But I gotta on. say this about Chuck Schumer: I can't stand him, and I think he's dramatic. But I do think that when he comes to the table, he legitimately does come to the table and is like, this is all we want. Make us happy here and we'll help you. We'll give you what you want. And then yeah. just have been unable to – the Republicans don't stand on, together on anything, so they haven't been able to bring it to him. Right. You know. Yeah, because you have the – there are so – like we've talked about it over the weeks um, but no just the (laughs) the factions of the republican party it's so easy when you put it when you put it to an individual person it's easier to see you've got like your john Kasich republicans (laughs) and your donald trump republicans and your ted cruz republicans and your marco rubio's the new wave that's why but that that dynamic 
and the fact that Donald Trump is really good at pissing off the people that are supposed to be on his side mm-hmm. um, allows the Democrats to put themselves in a position to be like, well, well all right, pass this and <laughs> sure, like yeah. we'll play ball, but not yeah, until you give us what we want. I don't mind that there's so many factions within the Republican Party because I think that's healthy for a party. It just sucks because there's not as many Republicans. So if we had like 75 senators, then that'd be okay because then I feel like only the really good ideas would have enough of the factions on board. But they've got like 52. Yeah, it's, it's, it's hard yeah. to call it a majority because yeah, it barely like, is. Well, yeah, it doesn't really work out that way. No. It Especially doesn't. when you end up needing two-thirds vote. Like, it doesn't... Yeah. And the Democrats are – it would be different if they were had factions as well. Yeah, and they and don't – they They're solidified. Like, they're a little bit, but they're way more solidified I, than most issues. I do issues. think, though, that over the next two election cycles, you're going to see the same thing happen to the Democrats. Um, well, they're going to go uh, – I think they're going to start breaking off. Truth? No, I think they're going to start breaking off from each other because, like, there are people like me who would identify with that party more so on yeah. a fr- from a political standpoint. But I'm not going to call myself a member of the Bernie party. Like, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not a Bernie, but Fucking I'm also Bernie. not a Hillary Clinton liberal either. If yeah. you know, if you put I mean, me on that side, dude, we reference a study about millennials supporting socialism so much. Like, there is, oh, I think, there is a growing hmm. schism in. Democrats who are like Democrats in name only, but they have some very wild liberal ideas. Yeah, yes, there are. <laughs> so, and we'll see if that actually goes up. Right now, they're basically they have their central establishment that is like we like Nancy Pelosi. There's been like a few coups that have tried to take place within the party to kick Nancy Pelosi out, but they fail. <laughs> Which is ridiculous. I <laughs> don't know she why she the money. Yeah, a, she. I think she's, if not the most, uh, the top campaigner that brings in money. Like she's got to be up there. She brings in so much money. They just suck at spending it. And it's, it's also not effective for them. Like I said, they're spending more money than anyone else and they're not getting any results. I think Congress has the least amount of Democrats a, in it ever. They don't um, have a fucking message. They've never had no. a mess. Well, for the last several years, you cite them came. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, they don't, what are you doing, guy? they don't have a message. I don't, when I look at the Democrats in, at least in the most recent example, you had the Bernie, people and then or the we'll just say message. the ideas of bernie and then mm-hmm. the ideas of hillary clinton it was like well i don't like either of those like i don't how... like donald trump's ideas either yeah but i don't like either of the two options i have so here's the thing i think that the republicans have really had going for them and where democrats have shot themselves in the foot is branding of their messages as well and getting it out like the last election cycle the dnc tried to suppress their own messages. They tried to only have four debates, <laughs> like, right. total. So, only like, you're on, not showing yeah, people what you like, have. like, six in the morning on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. It, like, when no one would be watching, whereas the Republicans had 17 candidates and was running dual debates, as many as, many as they could get. And then the 2012, Which they had, like, 26 Which, in itself, should debates. have been a recipe for disaster. And you could argue it was. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we got Donald Trump. Entertaining as <laughs> so, hell, though. So... <laughs> No, but you know what I mean. Like I Donald Trump in 2000, when we wrote the song, whenever that election was, Mitt Romney year. like 2012. Donald Trump wouldn't have been. It, the thing that that helped us, like we knew it was going to be Romney from the beginning of that cycle. Yeah. And we knew because of the way that they set up the system. They have 17 people. So people <laughs> are going to win states on a margin of like, 18 yeah. percent and so mitt romney is clearly the most likable in the at that time yeah um but we i think it kind of worked bush. adversely with donald trump <laughs> it was yeah. we came in i was like yeah it's gonna be bush and it's gonna be clinton everyone thought that yeah 
And at a point, I thought it would be Rubio. And at a point, I hoped it would be Rubio. When Chris Christie happened. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so fat terrible. That sack of shit. So, I believe he has the lowest approval rating of any politician in modern history. <laughs> yeah. It's not good. Dude, Beachgate. Like Beachgate is, is what did it. Like, I mean, he was already. Yeah. Well, it, was, it isn't it already what wasn't did good. it. But. I like to refer to that as the beach whale period. That's what it reminded me of. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Just, dude, just run for governor, and then you can have a private beach. <laughs> and then when I and then when I tell all the taxpayers to stay off of it, it doesn't apply to me. I'm the governor. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. Right. So we went off on a tangent there on uh, the government. It's okay. It's Thanksgiving. <laughs> we should. Um, but, yeah, we can sum up the whole... When was the last government, government shutdown? shutdown? Yeah, I think it was Ted Cruz, 2014 uh, or 15. Yeah, was it really that recent? Okay, mm-hmm. or maybe it was early. It was probably it was before Mike yeah, Brown, was wasn't it? In 2014, yeah. so it was probably 2010. Maybe no. it was. I'll have to look it up. No, because I remember 11 or 12. I don't know. We can look it up. Yeah, I think it was more like 14. <laughs> you just said every year. every year. So it's one of it these was one of the years. years. Sometimes between 2008 <laughs> and 16. I know that it falls in there somewhere. Probably post-2010 when he got elected. 2013. Yeah. See, I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that was A little over two weeks last time it happened. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that, too, because I had friends who had just moved up to D.C. and were working, and everything shut down. And they were like, well... This is great. I'm glad I'm interning here. <laughs> um, so furloughs all around. Yeah, again, this is a real possibility. Uh, I hope it doesn't happen. There's no fucking reason for it to happen. No, I doubt it will fix. happen. I think Repo- I agree you with really you. Really think though? Like I've no, I don't doubt Congress's. Yeah, I know. Like you know, the last time, the last time they said the government was going to shut down, everybody's like, "No, uh, it's not going to happen." No, no they won't think, let though. that happen. No, I think <laughs> that you have to look at it at. Um, from like the 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 reason it's being shut down, right? We have to look at the cause and effect of each individual scenario, and I think right. that Obamacare, like Ted Cruz being a dick, and first of all, there was <laughs> Rand a, Paul there too. Were a, they were in co- cahoots yeah. Together. I think there were a few elements that kind of went into play there. The fact that the Tea Party had just gotten elected a couple of years before and said that they were going to shut down the government and then had an opportunity to do it over right. something that they vehemently opposed, like. That is different from the popularity of DACA right. and its acceptance on both sides. Particularly, I, I just don't you, think in this instance that we're going to see a shutdown over this. I, I don't know. Don't I don't know. <laughs> you take into account that the Democrats know that Trump's going to get most of the media blame for it. Like they have a, <laughs> yeah. they almost have every reason to try to shut it down yeah, until but, they get their way. But they need to learn. Yeah, it didn't but work they for the can, election. He had like ninety percent negative coverage. It also it didn't, didn't work for the yeah. Tea Party. Like as soon as the government shutdown happened, they took all of the blame for it and you saw people start walk step people that like you remember eric eric Cantor was part of paul ryan was part of the Tea party movement and yeah. now you look at paul ryan you're like you're the most establishment guy <laughs> because they stepped away from that shit like those guys the only people that really hung on to it even ted cruz is stepping away from it now yeah. uh, because he wants to run for president again and he fucking realized that evangelicals when, when evangelicals aren't voting for you rebrand you <laughs> you've missed your message at some point right That's so I just think, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't think over DACA. I don't think the Democrats are the, – the election is far enough away right now that Democrats can get hurt from this. And I think that it's – what I think that uh, 
fuck. We just talked about Roy Moore <laughs> on the last episode, and I think they may have pl- like this shit might have come out too early. If this had come <laughs> out a week before the election, it would have killed him. But yeah. I think Roy, Moore, I agree with your you on the last episode. Yeah. I think that he might win, and might. if he does, and if he doesn't, fuck you, Alabama. I rescind <laughs> my offer of making peace with you. Um, <laughs> so. Again, I just think it goes down to do people want to vote for their interests, and if they think if they think pedophilia is in their interest, obviously that's not in your interest. But thirty years of public service, if they don't like the Democrats' options, they kept electing a, a pedophile. Like, I know. I'm just saying. There's a, there's a that's a fair asterisk to put yeah. next to. Well, it I think name. they we just stopped and... like the field trips and stuff to his office. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's just shut that down. <laughs> that's too soon, man. We'll, yeah. Oh, we'll, sorry. We'll, uh, we'll fix it in post. We'll assess it after we'll this. Point. <laughs> Don't you tell me what to do, bro. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So, I, I still think that I'm never going to fault anyone for voting for their interest if they think that Roy Moore is going to do a better job than the Democrat regardless of how they personally feel about them, if they want to vote for him, I don't get it, but I'm not going to be like, fuck all these guys for voting for their own interest. I just, I can't go there. I'll be that guy. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay with that. <laughs> all right. So, all right, let's move on to this, uh, this next little, little story here. Um, so I guess net neutrality is back in, back in the, uh, the news. Um, oh wow. We all peaked all over that. Am I peeking? I haven't even begun to peek, bro. <laughs> um, begun to peek. So I'm gonna. We'll get into this article from the Hill on the FCC's plan to end net neutrality. I know it for all of us. It's not a huge. I wouldn't say it's my issue. It's not my passion. That's not yeah. I worry about because I'm a. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I use the internet liberally. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna admit to anything, but yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm with you. <laughs> yeah, because we've all been down that road on the show before. <laughs> right. Like, did he just did, did tax he? evasion? What? what just happened? <laughs> um, okay. So I'm gonna read this, and then we'll go ahead and kind of throw our throw our own shade at it. Do it. Um, so this article is from the Hill. It is titled "Maine Lawmakers Denounce FCC Plan to End Net Neutrality" by John Bowden. Um, three members of Maine's four-member congressional delegation said Friday that they oppose efforts led by the Federal Communications Commission FCC chairman, not going to try his name, to undo <laughs> net neutrality rules put in place under the Obama administration. Maine senators. Uh, Susan Collins and of course Susan Collins Angus and Angus King as well as the representative Shelley <laughs> Pingree told that's a Republican and independent and a Democrat in that order told Banger Daily News on Friday that they would oppose the FCC's moves ahead of the vote next month. The internet is a vital part of 21st century life and critical driver of modern economy, King said in a statement. The proposed repeal of net neutrality threatens those advancements by putting speed and availability of information up for sale to the highest bidder. Internet providers must not manage their system in an anti-competitive way that limits consumers' choices, said a spokeswoman for Collins in a statement. Pingree called the proposal in a statement to the Daily News that Pi's decision was plain wrong and said that it could create fast and slow lanes based on who can afford it. Maine's other congressman, Representative Bruce Poliquin, Republican, didn't respond to requests from the Daily News, but has voted in favor of ending the Obama-era rules in the past. 
Um, net neutrality rules passed by the FCC in 2015 prohibit internet service providers from providing faster service to companies that agree to pay more, which proponents say stop large companies from throttling internet traffic to smaller competitors. Um, Pi announced this week that the FCC would vote to overturn those rules in December. Under my proposal, the federal government will stop micromanaging the Internet, Pi said in a statement. Instead, the FCC would simply require the Internet service providers to be transparent about their practices so that consumers can buy the service plan that's best for them. But the problem with that, which we were pointing (laughs) out, is that there are... Only usually one yeah. option in your area. Yeah. If you live in an apartment, uh, yeah. sometimes you have to get a certain provider. Right, yeah. In certain areas, I know, sometimes uh, only one provider is there. Yeah, in my dad's neighborhood where he lives, um, he can not – AT&T, like, services the cross street that, like, <laughs> runs through his street. But the, they will not – the like, they do not service the rest of the neighborhood. Yeah. And then, like, Charter – is, I think Chartered services the whole thing, but DirecTV and Dish are only in certain sections. I know in my neighborhood, there are specific streets where if you drive down, everybody has Dish. Every, right. And then another street, everybody has DirecTV, and AT&T doesn't service out here at all. Um, yeah. It so about more where your satellites are and where they cover, how many you have up there than anything else. Unless right. you cable, and then it depends on where all your routes so, but also, it would be like, well, Amazon would have an unfair advantage because obviously they could buy the fastest yeah. speeds to online shopping and try to kill well, smaller yeah. competitors. About Amazon, though, <clears throat> that's only if like Google will let them. Amazon's yeah. like expanding in sort of the meta internet, whereas Google is laying like they're trying fiber optics. They're gonna <laughs> they're gonna own everything that Amazon's gonna need. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's why I'm just worried about this because I do think we need like that. You shouldn't be able to cherry pick. Like even yeah, being transparent, his, I don't think that's that's going to solve the problem. Yeah. I just think his his reasoning is wrong. It's just like he looks at it as if services and internet providers are a free market, and they're really not. I mean, it's completely limited. Yeah. So I get the idea of the free market. I love it. I'm a Republican, and that's kind of my bread and butter. But this isn't the free market. <laughs> so. Yeah. Internet. It's still in its infancy. People don't realize that there are yeah. still areas where there are dead zones yeah. where you don't get. Service. You don't get yeah. anything. Yeah. And it's just like. Well, and well, that's also like we're trying to figure out how to pioneer this new front, if you will. Yeah. Like we're trying to establish rules. Like this is capitalism, and the, right? Yeah, like yeah. if you're going to pay me more money, you're going to get something better. Yep. It's right. Running amok. So, um, <laughs> yeah, and I yeah I don't. I don't know. Not a good thing to no. to overturn. This these. isn't the first time they've tried this. I mean, they try this every three months or so. Yeah, there seems to be less upheaval by like millennials about th- this. I think time. they don't get it. You know, I really do. Yeah. I think that most people just don't really understand. They're socialists. They don't I, like capitalists. I honestly think <laughs> no, how it works. I think that it but. seems like an idea that's harder to because like I didn't know when we before I read that I was like I really don't know what I'm about to read and yeah. as soon as I read it I was like well that makes sense <laughs> like I, I think it's something net neutrality sounds like something that's more complicated than it is yeah because it doesn't describe it within the thing it's just like neutrality what are you talking about right yeah who's neutral so I now that's not to say that it's not I mean you have to I think the way that you described it by service providers is an easier yep. way to grasp it than just like, oh, well, what do you mean you're selling the internet? But, you know, that, <laughs> I mean, 
that's not it's basically what they're doing. It's like, hey, I've got internet. You want some internet? Yeah, you gotta mm-hmm. fucking pay me. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I, I think 4G. that's kind of a <laughs> kind of a slippery slope, though, right? Because yeah. like, well, you you know, I mean, you pay whatever now, but if you want something a little bit better, pay yeah. more. And it's like, oh, in three months, like your rates have gone up because right. what's the same more with the people like, want it? If they did, basically, I'm pretty sure they've classified the internet as a utility now. I think we'll that's look, accurate. I believe so. We'll Maybe that almost there, is a basic human It right should be. I'm pretty sure that they've already <laughs> yeah. ruled that. Maybe the yeah. same as, Thanks, like, Al Gore. Um, you know, Amron or another electric company. Who's Add like, that amendment. <laughs> like, your rates are lower, but you got to pay for this premium and whatnot. Like, people have certain energy that they can tap into, and that's it. Like, I got Amron, and that's basically the only option. Yeah. For, I live in an apartment it. where I have one option if I want internet. Yeah. That's, yeah. I don't know if they have a yeah, contract with my apartment. Or... I didn't realize that those companies like um, Ameren does electric, electric yep. and, gas, and gas, but they don't service – like they don't do gas in our area. In yeah. St. Louis, it's uh, it Le- was Leclerc or yeah, Spire now. Yeah, yeah, I, have yeah. same, be, I have the same problem. Yeah, it'd be the same thing as them going up and just being like, all no, right, I we want lower prices. Instead of one. Yeah. Right. Get into this whole thing. Yeah, because I asked her and she, at Ameren and she was like, yeah, we, we service it. Or but yeah, but she was like, but just outside of your area, we're like in <laughs> Illinois and stuff. She's like, you're already coming to give me electricity. Just right. gas me up, gas it up, <laughs> just gas, gas it. Up, it. <laughs> I know you got all that spare gas over there. <laughs> so um, yeah, again, it's not really my issue, but no, I'm a I'm against it. I'm against uh, them limiting it. Off topic. What is with them rebranding? Why is it Spire now? Why did um? What's the other one that rebranded massively recently? Is that what Spire is? Because I keep seeing Spire yeah, they're like, everywhere. Yeah, yeah. became Spire. That's funny. and then it happened with uh oh yeah uh oh damn it the it's not Charter anymore. What is it now? Um, Spectrum. Spectrum. They're, they're yeah. They just, after they fuck up and have enough settlements, they're like, all right, we're just let's, let's re-changing just it. Our names. <laughs> yeah, it's like hey, all of those Bureau. every <laughs> every one eight hundred number you see on TV. It's like, hey, you want a car warranty that nobody actually asked you about when you <laughs> bought the car? Come talk to us. Go. We're gonna change our name in three months, and we're not gonna honor any of your claims because yep. that company doesn't exist. <laughs> we worked for a couple companies that did that. Yeah, we've worked for a couple. <laughs> We're like, wait a minute. Why, when I search the name of the other company on now? Google, is it non-existent? <laughs> when I search it outside, I can find articles. <laughs> when I search it in here, it's like Fidelis never even existed. <laughs> well, that's uh, net neutrality, I think. <laughs> that's, uh, right. Right. that's what we're right. I'm not for anything that's going to slow down my porn speed. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's right. what I'm saying. Like. So, no, like, that's how fee. you know it's gonna fail because when you're going against the porn industry, yeah, you just got way too much money. No. <laughs> right. That's why we have the internet now. <laughs> does the porn industry have money? Why does the porn industry have money? Advertisements. Who yeah. is paying for porn Flesh in light. 2017? <laughs> well, no, but you you charge advertisers for viewers, and they have a lot yeah. of viewers every. Hell, porn yeah. economics. We break it all yeah. down on the at the dap. <laughs> <laughs> Try to throw that, that one in there. Mm. T dap. We begin this morning with the aftermath of the terror attack at a crowded mosque in Egypt that left at least 305 worshippers dead and 128 injured. Friday's assault was in the northern part of the troubled Sinai Peninsula. So far, no group has claimed responsibility for the attack. Charlie Daggett is following developments from our London Bureau, and he has the latest. Charlie, good morning. Good morning. Egypt's President vowed to respond to the massacre with an iron fist, and within hours, jets were scrambled, launching airstrikes targeting the militants behind the worst terrorist attack in that country's recent history. 
CBS News has learned that members of the House Intelligence Committee want to subpoena Twitter to obtain messages between Donald Trump Jr. and WikiLeaks. The president's oldest son released screenshots Monday of what he says are all of his private messages with WikiLeaks. They go back to September of 2016. Jeff Pegues is in Washington with new details of the House investigation. Jeff, good morning. Good morning. A source familiar with the investigation says committee members are considering the subpoena because they don't know if they've been given the full picture of the discussions between the president's son and WikiLeaks. The source says there is also interest now in questioning people Donald Trump Jr. told about his contacts with WikiLeaks. On Thursday, the Senate Judiciary Committee sent a letter to Jared Kushner's attorney saying that he withheld information. They are asking for emails Kushner sent and received about WikiLeaks in September of 2016. They also want documents about a, quote, Russian backdoor overture and dinner invite. Meanwhile, Soviet-born businessman Ike Kevaladze and his lawyer spent more than two hours inside the office of special counsel Robert Mueller yesterday. Kevaladze was in the June 2016 meeting at Trump Tower with Kushner and Donald Trump Jr., when they met with that Russian lawyer who claimed that she had damaging information about Hillary Clinton. The meeting has become an important focus for investigators. Well, U.S. President Donald Trump is not one to typically shy away from accolades, but he's very publicly saying no thanks to Time Magazine's Person of the Year award. He tweeted that he's taking a pass because he was told he would probably, he would only probably take home the honor again. And in his words, probably is no good. But Time Magazine disputes all of that, tweeting that the president is incorrect about how the recipient is chosen. Its chief content officer pushed back even more forcefully, writing that there wasn't a speck of truth to the president's claim. All right, now let's get into the rest of the week. We'll uh, mm-hmm. just continue spitballing these uh, these smaller stories here, I guess. Well, I mean, yeah, it's, all, well. it's all perspective. If you're from Egypt, this next story isn't a story. small one. Um, but yeah, go ahead and read us that, that article. So there was a terrorist attack in Egypt, um, and quite a few people ended up dying. Uh, so I'm going to read an article here by Jane Oyanga Omera from USA Today. And it says, suspected militants attacked a crowded mosque during a Friday sermon in Egypt's, Egypt's Sinai Peninsula, setting off bombs, opening fire on worshippers, and killing at least 235 in the deadliest ever attack on Egyptian civilians by Islamic militants. Uh, Some 130 people were also wounded, according to the news agency. The local Islamic State affiliate, Sinai Province, appeared to be responsible for the gruesome incident, and the first attack on a large mosque since the militants began their terror campaign in 2013. So, let's see here. So that's basically what happened. Now, Trump did tweet out, Horrible and cowardly terrorist attack on innocent and defenseless worshippers in Egypt. The world cannot tolerate terrorism. We must defend or defeat them militarily and discredit their extremist ideology that forms the basis of their existence. So I guess a lot of people had the question, why would Islamic terrorists attack a mosque? And I guess there's like a different sect of uh, Islam that's more mystical, I guess. And it's they believe in dragons. (laughs) I don't know if they go full dragon, but (laughs) I think that. Uh, I guess that's Never viewed a as dragon. You know, a form of being an infidel um, to more popular and more right. um, sexy. Well it's, well, it's the whole like ISIS idea, right? Like ISIS was... You believe what we believe or... Or we're going to cut your head off. Yeah. Or crucify you or something. <laughs> right. Um, 
Yeah, you know what keeps up with Africa? That's not new at all. Like, it's obviously the most deadly. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, Africa has way, way, way more terrorism than... Well, and they have, like, who's their leader right now? Do you know? The um, leader of Africa? No, the leader of <laughs> Egypt, <laughs> where where this happened. <laughs> no. No, I don't, I don't know the name of the guy. Um, I know that it's very... Um, it's very authoritarian. Um, it's <laughs> Abdel Fattah El Sisi. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, if I'm I also have right, the. I also have the. That yep. looked right to me. I also have the death count um, as of two hours ago at 305, Damn. with yeah. another 128 people injured. I mean, wow. some of the injured. Yeah, probably died as well. Then, so. Um, yeah, it's definitely not good. I mean, it was a very coordinated attack. If they were bombing yeah. and shooting well, and. It, they it's said easier what, there five SUVs pulled up, and between yeah. 25 yeah. and 30 people got out. And who were – did it name a group? The Sinai province. Oh, okay. Yeah, so a sect of uh, Islamist extremists. Obviously, ISIS affiliated, but – Yeah, well, I thought they said one of them had an ISIS flag. Yeah. Did they? Yeah, so um, – Par for the course. Yeah, yeah, blowing and up cars, leaving burning wrecks, blocking the roads to prevent escape. It, it's yep. not unreasonable to think. Sounds that... like a bunch of teens just having fun. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it's a different sort of it's a different area. Different, it's a different area. sort of. Area. <laughs> um, we used to get in some trouble. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that it's not unreasonable to think, though, that we'll probably see this a little bit more. Oh, like um, I said, they're seeing it with every I- day, especially with ISIS being. Yeah, this is just the first one that they really reported on. Because, like I said, I mean, there's there's probably at least there's over a thousand terrorist attacks in the whole upper um, coast of Africa. There's a terrorist attack there as often as there's a mass shooting here. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, it's higher for the terrorist attacks. I don't but, know, sixteen hundred and seventeen hundred yeah. days on uh, mass shootings in if you're America. You're using the uh, three people injured plus statistic, then yeah, it's about par. Right, it's about on par there. But uh, is that what they consider a, a terrorist attack? At least three people. Has to be no, that's, that's a, a, no, mass that's shooting. a mass shooting. shooting. Yeah. yeah. So handguns can be included if, uh, you know, you kill more than three people. Or I think injured is attempted. But yeah, I think so, too. Um, yeah. Regardless, I, this stuff is happening constantly over there, which is kind of interesting why this is the one that everyone picked up on. Well, this it, isn't new. I mean, it's no, but it's the biggest. Yeah, this is different than driving a, to a be honest, truck though, down a sidewalk. Well, they they don't just do that. I mean, these are connected by land to the terrorist training facilities. So there's just a high abundance well, of this, these groups out there. Yeah, and this seemed like a super coordinated attack. It'd be easy. Like, on worshippers, like, too. Like, when was the last yeah, time pretty, a, a group praying together got targeted yeah. like, with this much? Well, actually, uh, in Egypt, especially Christians, all the time. Christians are getting killed. But, I mean, this many numbers, though, like 300 at No, once, usually, like, I well, there's not as many well, Christians. I'd say that's you know. par for Yeah, there's the not course, as many Christians so. in Egypt yeah. that are um, uh, we got Muslims. But, yeah, at least four times this year I've heard of at least 50-plus being killed in church at uh, in Egypt. So Egypt's just, they're not going through a good thing. I've, Mohammed Morsi was part of the Muslim Brotherhood. He was ousted. Right. <laughs> that's when the Sisi took over. Like, yeah. yeah, when they ousted. Sisi was the guy who was you responsible for um you remember when John Stewart went and made that movie uh, Rosewater yeah, Rose, yeah which maybe. was about it yeah, wasn't that was about, Iran was it Iran yeah but it was about a story 
Who is the Egyptian John Stewart? I know we've seen him and we've talked about him before. Mm, he the, now, the guy from The Onion? He, no, this is a guy who oh. has basically a show or had a show, like yeah, the, the Daily Onion. Show, in Egypt who now lives in Cleveland because CC got elected and they're, like, yeah, they're throwing people in jail. Yeah. Um, so, you it's, know. It's nothing new. Like I said, I mean, we're going to keep seeing throughout that whole region until you get rid of the ideology, which isn't going to happen. Yeah. Right. So what you're saying yeah. is there is no end to this. Well, not well, in the I don't think future. I don't think you have to get rid of the ideology. I think yeah. well, you have to learn ideology. like well, like it's not. <laughs> I think you have to learn tolerance. You can be an extreme yeah. Catholic and not go around and kill a bunch of people. Yeah, I mean right. that's probably the the what we should be using as an example is like when did Christians like become yeah. calm and you know I read a really extremist. good um article. I can't remember the name of the guy, but he's a prominent um uh, Muslim writer and he was basically begging white American culture to let Islam have its reformation. They were like, anytime people want to criticize Islam, they get attacked. And he said, you need to let us, just like Christianity had their reformation, we need to have ours because we don't live in this this part anymore. And we're changing, and the whole religion's changing. It's just hard when civilizations are more advanced or, or at a different spot when we see them like where we were yeah. 100 or 200 years ago. And we yeah. want to intervene. Islam kind of well, ruined that, that. I think that's sort of the difference, too, is like these are still like tribal. Yeah. I'll do air quotes, but I know this is an <laughs> audio medium, so air quotes are in Everybody there. heard them. It's fine. But, uh, <laughs> you like, said it's very air quotey. It's sort of a very tribal, like they're still yep. uh, like a, a leader of the village, not right. a mayor, it's, it's a, not a. Yeah, it's a culture that hasn't really been changed. Right. So like it hasn't been colonized. Yeah. For thousands of years, so they women still get have killed their for areas. driving cars. Yeah, <laughs> like, I the, saw I saw that woman's cheek. You know, let's yep. throw Done. acid on her. And don't you, look at, you dare dance the Macarena? No, dude. I know that's Saudi Arabia, but it's Macarena. Come on, I think um, that's the biggest insult, no matter what country you're in. <laughs> <laughs> at that point, you're asking for it. That's a good point. I guess they had a reason to throw yeah. him in jail. But um, no, I mean, even just looking at, at Iran and these other countries, where back in the '60s. I mean, it looked like you were down on you know, the California Strip. Yeah, where it was know? just blue jeans and stuff. Yeah, it's, they it's weren't really that extreme. Drastic change in 30, 40 years. And they got, it'd be like if uh, real hardcore Christianity just took over all of the political landscape. Well, I guess all the Muslim hipsters. It'd be like, like if Mike Pence <laughs> was This is what's going to happen to America. Yeah. <laughs> and Iran got rid of, uh, <laughs> yeah, they outlawed women going to university because they were doing so much better than the men. <laughs> <laughs> It was like three to one. Well, it's like, that is a male rate. mentality. Yeah. You're doing better than me. You're not allowed. Yes, then, to do better. then they, they got rid of it. I've said it before. I don't trust women who can speak well. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> so, all right. Well, that's unfortunate. But It is unfortunate. There's that. No. Um, let's move forward now into another story from The Intercept, um, written by Robert McKay about... Julian Assange, well, the article is titled, Julian Assange's hatred of Hillary Clinton was no secret. His advice to Donald Trump was. Um, um, <laughs> where was the other, what was the other, The Atlantic? The Atlantic has also a, had yeah. a similar article. So this one was from Friday, November 17th. Um, 
it says the revelation that WikiLeaks secretly offered help to Donald Trump's campaign in a series of private Twitter messages sent to the candidate's son, Donald Trump Jr., gave ammunition to the group's many detractors and also sparked anger from some longtime supporters of the organization and its founder, Julian Assange. One of the most high-profile dissenters was journalist Barrett Brown, whose crowdsourced investigation of hacked corporate documents later posted on WikiLeaks led to a prison sentence. Brown had a visceral reaction to the news first reported by The Atlantic that WikiLeaks had been advising the Trump campaign. In a series of tweets and Facebook videos, Brown accused Assange of having comprised the movement to expose corporate and government wrongdoing by acting as a covert political operative. Brown explained that he had defended WikiLeaks for releasing emails hacked from the Democratic National Committee because it was an appropriate thing for a transparency organization to do. But he added working with an authoritarian, obviously a bias there, would would be a leader (laughs) to deceive the public is indefensible and disgusting. He was particularly outraged by an October 21, 2016 message in which Assange had appealed to Trump Jr. to let WikiLeaks publish one or more of his father's tax returns in order to make his group's attacks on Hillary Clinton seem less biased. If we publish them, it will dramatically improve the perception of our impartiality, the Assange-controlled at WikiLeaks account suggested. That means that the vast amount of stuff that we are publishing on Clinton will have much higher impact because it won't be perceived as coming from a pro-Trump, pro-Russian source, which the Clinton campaign is constantly slandering us with. Um, and it's not really a, slander. <laughs> I mean, as Brown pointed, of, yeah, that it's, one. Right. You're kind of proving your point right here. <laughs> as Brown pointed out in another tweet, it was... It was all caps <laughs> exasperating oh, that Assange was in this case in in this case complaining about slander of being pro Trump in the actual course of collaborating with Trump. It's kind of hilarious. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the, uh, the journalist and Intercept contributor whose work had been championed by WikiLeaks also shared a link to Reddit AMA conducted. Two days after the election in which WikiLeaks staff, including Assange's longtime collaborator Sarah Harrison, had denied point blank that they had collaborated with the Trump campaign. Um, The allegations that we have colluded with Trump or any other candidate for that matter or with Russia are just groundless and false, the staffers wrote then. We were not publishing with a goal to get any specific candidate elected. It is not surprising that Brown felt personally betrayed by Assange since, he, as he explained on Facebook, Tuesday night, I went to prison because of my support for WikiLeaks. Specifically, Brown said, the charges against him were related to his role in operations to identify and punish members of the government and members of private companies that had been exposed by anonymous hackers of my acquaintance via email hacks as having conspired to go after Assange to as having conspired to go after Assange to go after WikiLeaks. Um, That sort of activism dedicated to making public secret wrongdoing, Brown argued, is very different from colluding with an authoritarian presidential campaign backed by actual Nazis (laughs) while publicly (laughs) denying it. God damn, if you didn't throw that shit in, like, you have a a case here. (laughs) Um, 
plainly he observed what with bitterness. What do you bitter- think when you type that? <laughs> Fucking actual goddamn <laughs> right. He observed with bitterness. That is an understatement. Yeah, he observed with bitterness. The project of Clinton in the White House was such an unimaginable nightmare scenario that all normal standards of truth and morality became moot, and it became necessary to get people like Sebastian Gorka into the White House to establish order. Order. New world order. Burn. Um, Gorka burn. Yeah, fuck Gorka. Before his private messages to Trump were leaked, Assange himself had categorically denied that he or WikiLeaks had been attacking Hillary Clinton to help elect Donald Trump. This is not due to a personal desire to influence the outcome of the election, he wrote in a statement released on November 8th as Americans went to the poll. Even though Assange had by then transformed the WikiLeaks Twitter feed into a vehicle for smearing Clinton, he instead... He insisted that his work was journalistic in nature. The right to receive and impart true information is the guiding principle of WikiLeaks, an organization that has a staff and organizational mission far beyond myself, Assange wrote. Millions of Americans have poured over the leaks and passed on their citations to each other and to us, he added. It is an open model of journalism that gatekeepers are uncomfortable with, but which is perfectly harmonious with the First Amendment. The same morning, WikiLeaks tweeted an attack on Clinton for not having driven her own car during her decades of public service. It's, I the mean, nerve. That, I think that's about enough of which, that. Um, I mean, I'm going to point, like, has Trump driven a car in however long? Like, no. Which yeah, point so. And don't. that is right. not what we should take away from that article. What we should take away from that article is... That your side has some splaining to do. Has some splaining? Um, I don't know about that. Again, it looks like... It looks like Julian Assange is a fucking crook that works solely for your side. That's a very um, strong sentiment there, which I would... Yeah, it is. Bad, it no, is, I would admittedly. disagree with. What it looks like it is another case of cover-up is worse than the crime. They didn't really... Seems like the crime is pretty shitty, too. It's not too. a crime to not take someone's... Shit. No, it's it's like when your wife is like, it's like when is you it? sleep around on your wife, and then you're like, well, she didn't ask, so technically I'm not lying. <laughs> you know? Well, it's pretty shitty to what claim to saying. be a transparent. Uh, that's like, what freedom. Yeah. Like that's what pisses me off. Like, it's not you a crime, but it's you're not transparent anymore. Yeah, you, you, you lose your credibility. Yeah, because you're supposed to be. Which I he didn't have. Why don't you hack him to begin? Yeah. Well, that's the way I, I get. Like, I understand. Like I understand in somebody's mind. If you don't like Clinton, that's fine. But like I don't understand how you could think that like her crimes are worse than Trump's because they're my mind. They're to me. It's not. like CNN saying they didn't have a dog in the, you know, they didn't have an yeah, outcome when, that they when wanted. They obviously of course do. they did. And same with Julian Assange. We we commented on that multiple times. Where it's like, yeah, he the clearly isn't releasing is, anything. Wait a minute. The difference is that CNN doesn't hack into right in, into government entities. He could have hacked Donald Trump and just taken it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You want those tax returns? Just yeah, take them. Just go get them unless um, they've hidden them or d- destroyed them. I love how it seems like he, they think Donald Trump Jr. is really stupid because he's like, so if we do this, if we release the tax, it'll make our things look more credible. And then he then he goes on to explain, like, it won't look like it came from a pro-Russia source. Like, he's yeah. talking to him like he's a four-year-old who doesn't comprehend right. the implications of what uh, they're going to do. I picture him as a... George W. Bush helping George H. W. Bush. Like, yeah, let's do it. Let's go. Babs told me to shoot him. (laughs) I think he suffers from retardation. But I think the, yeah, like like you were saying, I think the the people who really come off bad in the story is WikiLeaks. I think it just shows that they, first they lied. So they said that they didn't have, that they didn't care about the outcome. We all knew that they did. 
And then also and now we have it, proof that they did. Yeah, there's supposed to be a transparency website, and it's just like, well, do you want to give me what we want to put out there? No. Well, I guess I won't get it. Well, then. how can you claim to fight authority? You know, yeah, I'm sure the U.S. government didn't well, want all of our contacts WikiLeaks out there. WikiLeaks kind of hurts their own cause here in this case because, like, you do have a guy who went to jail for WikiLeaks. Yeah. Like, you have a bunch of people. Yeah, how do you that, don't pay that guy off? Come on. That, <laughs> <laughs> you have a bunch of people that have broken the law to help WikiLeaks yeah, because they believe succeed. in the ideology so yeah. now it hurts their brand man yeah it absolutely it does. does and it's evidence that julian assange is the piece of shit that i <laughs> was also gonna throw everyone has their it's own evidence to why they think he's a piece of shit but it's gonna throw a question mark on anything they release from now on well, here's the thing that coming in, to elections yeah and i want to be clear about that also is that they've never ever put anything out that wasn't proven true so when it comes to their reliability rate they're still very high now their integrity yeah, yeah well, if like people start questioning down. the reason why they're releasing certain yeah. stuff, they're going to start looking for They're not releasing the motive. full truth. They're just – but again, everything they've released is true. Like they've never put something out that was fake news or put out some sort of fake false documents. Like they're all been verified. Based on what – yeah, based on what has been verified. But they also contradict other things that have also been verified, like the fact that the Russians did hack into the DNC and and 15 – don't know that 15 sure. intelligence agencies <laughs> says it, but WikiLeaks says no, so they oh, must man, be right. Noticed. First of all, it wasn't 15. It was only three that saw it. And second, you can't confirm it unless you have the actual... You have to have the hard drives to make sure that someone didn't hack in to make it look like right. So, but because, I assume the government but has because done that. yeah, that'd be WikiLeaks, the Russian yeah, hard drives. You would have had to how many get times those. on the show have you cited that because Julian Assange told you that it wasn't, <laughs> then it couldn't have been. Yeah, now now that go that diminishes that because absolutely again, his integrity does. has gone away. Right. So yeah. now we're back to but we've then, got a guy who's proven to lie, and we have intelligence agencies. <laughs> if you're looking at the government, you're gonna you're gonna be hard pressed to find someone who has been proven in a lie at some point. So if you're just trying to apply that to one side, I don't think that that's, that's good. fine. It's also becoming a reoccurring pattern of them, them trying to have meetings with people to get dirt on Hillary Clinton. Like yeah. it's almost shocking. But, like, and I'm, I'm sure the Clintons are yeah, just D- as much DNC of a DNC met smear with the same campaign. Russian uh, that uh, what's his name? Yeah, Donald but Trump I mean, Jr. Met they with. ran a very dirty campaign. Apparently, yeah. the more we learn about it, it seems like they both Both ran a very very dirty (laughs) campaign all the way through from the from the beginning of the primaries through through November. The only one that apparently they haven't found anything shady on actually is Donald Trump and everyone else around him and everyone and the other campaign. Interestingly enough, too, and I I don't have enough on this to make it its own story, but I saw last night that the Flynn team has now cut off communication with the White House, which. At least the way it was being talked about um, was making the White House a little bit nervous because and that's how it's talked about. That's I don't how think it's that's talked actually about. What it is, I, I think mean, it just means that he's good. There are a lot of reports about Julian Assange didn't say it, so I don't know if Kushner I would take it. Stuff. Yeah, there's been a lot of talk recently about Kushner being arrested. Yeah, but they're, they're, to be they're fair, they say that every week. They're like, oh man, they're all on their tiptoes. It's coming down. Well, it seems like if anything, a lot of people around Trump are going to get arrested. But it seems like he yeah. might be safe. I can't wait we, until the episode. I can't wait until the episode where Mitch has to come on and be like, "I owe you all an apology." <laughs> <laughs> we'll see, man. If that President comes, Pence. I, I really do not think that will ever happen again. Like we we've been talking about it for. Is that because you don't apologize for anything? <laughs> <laughs> no, I apologize. He's too stubborn. <laughs> but no, when I'm wrong, I'll, I'll say it. But in this case, again, we've said. I don't know about that. Yeah, Let's we, check the records. 
The record shows. I'm batting a thousand here. The record shows. <laughs> I like the batting average. The, the batting average keeps going up. It started at nine, and then it was I at keep like nine hundred. He keeps getting drunk during I mean, the episode. He's like, let the record show. Let I've show. never actually listened to the Press show. It. <laughs> the record's at like record point ninety nine right now. I don't know how to play baseball. <laughs> Damn it. No, but like I said, when it comes to Shit, what were we on? We were on... Who cares? Michael yeah. Flynn? <laughs> Michael Flynn, yeah. I think Michael Flynn is going to be caught. It was the first one I said was going to be caught because, and again, it has to do with all of his um, money, money laundering, same with Manafort. So to me, whenever it says that they stop communicating, that's the first thing you do if you're going to make a plea deal. So I think that, yes, I think he's going to be making a plea deal, but I just think it has something to do with what he did wrong. I don't think it has anything to do with anyone else. Right. Yeah, and we will have to wait and see what he gets. If he has, I mean, obviously the Mueller team is wanting him to give up. Yeah, I think fish. that's what he wants. Well, and that's what they want from Manafort as Which well. Which kind of yeah. irritates me too with that because I feel like the Comey's investigation should be to get to the truth. And Mueller. more often than not, or yeah, <laughs> Mueller, Comey more. But uh, I feel like more often than not, Mueller's, Mueller's trying to get Donald Trump. Like it's not about did anything Mueller actually happen. Hasn't said anything. I mean, if he, but I he could screw? legitimately believe Donald Trump did something illegal. That's yeah, absolutely. That's, a, yeah, absolutely. that's a completely bullshit, biased, right wing <laughs> feeling. You have no reason to feel that way. Yeah. Mueller has said nothing. No one around right. Mueller has, has said been anything. Quiet man they brought been a quiet. couple but of indictments. He's been the most written about. That the, yes. And then it's a witch hunt. Why? Just his moves. Like I said, <laughs> it doesn't look like he's investigating things that had to do with Russia. More just people that were involved with the campaign and what they did wrong, which is important. But again, it doesn't look like that's. That wasn't what you were supposed to do. You were supposed to go in and look for Russian collusion. And if you can't find that, but then you drop the hammer on everyone else. Well, I'm thinking, well, also, that could, like, it might be easier to get to Russian collusion through U.S. Like, and then you try can't to go do... through a, a foreign uh, you know, country. Yeah. It might be easier to go through the Americans that were you know, talking about really, Yeah, but it's really hard because, again, collusion right. has to be that, within our system. Keep in mind that these all guys. of these people that have been called into question have financial ties with Russia so, yeah. and were part of the campaign. So there is yeah. reason to look at them. Tons of DNC so it's only collusion. That's fine. Fine, the investigate them. Yeah, that's fine. You're not. You're that's never going to hear is it me. Is only collusion when it's inside the country? A collusion is that a foreign entity. Uh, first off, collusion is only between uh, within the system. So if the DNC worked so with, basically, what the DNC did with the other with those guys was collusion because they worked so it's just together. Treason when you do it with, with a foreign government. Well, it can't be treason because again, you have to be uh, at there's war. Some bullshit definition. Yeah, you have to be. <laughs> at, we haven't been at war since. No, you have to be at war, games. and then you have to help the enemy. So if the enemy helps you, it's not treason. But if you help the enemy, then it is treason. It gets complicated. So yeah, the most we haven't can... written a specific law against what just happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but again, like I say, if if it looks like they were trying to hack the election with, like actively were trying to change votes to help him with Donald Trump's uh, help or at least knowledge and everything like that, then it would be illegal. I, I don't know what the exact term would be, but right. You know, yeah, because you're not going to get collusion. You're not going to get uh, treason. treason. Yeah, but you you can get something. That's what he's supposed to be looking for. <laughs> yeah, the problem yeah. is it's going to take another two years before we get any results from this. So it's just going to be yeah. constant speculation every time they make a move and don't say a word about it. Yeah, yeah. He's got more indictments lined up, and so. we'll see how that plays too. Because like initially, like the back before the world turned fucking upside down um, and things were easy to predict, I would have said that having a constant scandal through an entire, like an entire term would be paint, like would not be a good thing going into reelection. Um, but I don't know because this one could be looked at the way that Mitch looks at it yeah. as bullshit. Um, so I, you know, again, so, yeah, the, the media is telling us one thing. It's like all the time during the campaign when they'd be like, "What are you talking about? I just saw on CNN they said that the uh, 
you know, the Hillary's got up by 12 points. I'm like, yeah, but don't listen to them. Cause yeah, but if you look at the more Nate Silvery people, they, they yeah. were totally But I really, I, I honestly. Yeah, were, well, I looked at every single poll coming out, and then I looked at who polled it, and then I would read the poll, and it was like, oh, the New York Times went to the art section of this college and asked 60 people. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, if you ask 60 no people shit. in New York, you're going to get Democratic yeah, answers. exactly. So, yeah, yeah, I don't know how they're going to feel about that. But I don't I think know. That, I think it would be very naive, though, to think that the polls will always be wrong. Because no. Because they were wrong They're, they're good indicators, yeah. Uh, I just didn't, you know, you have to look into your own shit. Like I said, I was giving Donald Trump 3% margin just by the people I didn't think were going to answer that they wanted to show support for him. And I, I factored that into it. And that's what pushed over Wisconsin and right. Michigan in my mind. The problem with that, though, is I think when it comes to because we were looking at like the midterms next year, I was listening to somebody have a conversation the other day and they were talking about they were trying to use that same equation right. that like for Congress. Well, you have to add three percent of and people. It's not scientific. Are, that was just well, me saying yeah, it. <laughs> but it's also it's it's a lot easier to apply that to a Trump than a congressman yeah. like uh, because. It's Trump different. just says what he says, but congressmen are sleazy and they don't say what they right. mean. And so we all know that. I don't think you can add that three percent margin no. of error for Congress. So if Congress doesn't do anything and the polls say that Congress may flip, now, I would think that I would think that the yeah. polls. I don't know. Still look into it, but I would think they're much more you know reliable yeah. than than the ones on Trump. I would think so too. Yeah. But anyway, Speaking going... of Trump saying what he says, I think that's our next yeah, thing. Yeah, <laughs> who has that story? I don't have that pulled up, I but I, I think we can probably just sum up. What was the Time story, or the Time magazine story? Um, <clears throat> well, I mean, Trump apparently said that he um, turned down <laughs> Time's Man of the Year. But Person. He was, but he Person. Was well, they, 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 yeah, they came out and said that they, I don't know. There's, a, a, there's no way they'd ever give it to him. yeah. Um, yeah, on Friday night, Donald Trump proclaimed that he would probably be t- no Time's Person of the Year of 2007, except that he didn't really want the honor. He said, uh, quote, Time Magazine called me to say that I was probably going to be named Man, man in parentheses, Person of the Year, but like, la- like last year, but I would have to agree to an interview and a major photo shoot. Uh, I said, probably is no good and took a pass. Thanks anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Not good. Um, that statement wasn't spe- strictly speaking true. <laughs> the president is incorrect in how we choose a person of the year at Time spokeswoman said in a statement. Time does not comment on our choice until publication, which is December 6th. And then people would... took uh, took some shots at Trump's fake time. Yeah. Um, I'll say cover. this. Yeah, I'll, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll say this about it. You know he wants it. Well, going off of the previous people that they choose, it would make sense for him to get it. It's about people who made the most change and, and I mean, fucked the system. Kim Jong-un is in running. There's like yeah. weird, yeah, a lot it's of like that. people. It's, it's, Colin Kaepernick is in the running. It's just people who influential. are mentioned the most. Yeah. yeah, so it would make total sense for him to be in the running. I don't think they'd ever give it to him. I think if it landed on him, that him he'd be like, no, no. Yeah, <laughs> but it's also just like, why, why did you come out and say that? Like, it just seems yeah. to me you're like lying about nothing that you don't need to lie about. What's like, what do you gain from well, that's this? That's what he loves to do. He lies about stupid shit. Please get him <laughs> under oath on that. Did they really <laughs> offer it? Right. Um, and did they offer it to him last year? Like they said, or like he said, oh, they offered it to me last year, and I said no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that was like I thought that was the list of hmm. um, top 100 people. That, yeah, like yeah. He, he also commenting he, on. He, he shits on that in this article because he calls it because uh, he wasn't on it. Yeah, the Again, Time magazine list of 100 it. most influential yeah. people is a joke and a stunt of a magazine that will, like Newsweek, soon be dead. Yeah. Bad list. I love how he ex- was two little <laughs> words. So sad. Fuck you. Bad list. Yeah. Bad list. 
Is that like Santa Claus? Yeah. Again, like I said, if you go off of previous metrics that they've used, he clearly should be on it. But if they don't want to publish it, they don't fucking have to. It's their magazine. Yeah, right. (laughs) I don't think anybody expects him to get it. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. It's not going to, like, they're going to give it to, like, Tracy Atkins or some shit like that. (laughs) (laughs) Like, they always do, like, dumb shit. Yeah, and last year, I guess Trump feels, because they gave it to Angela Merkel last year, and Trump was really Uh, stung about that because he tweeted, like, they picked the person who was ruining Germany. Yeah, she's going down now. She Not just got reelected. You think so? Yeah, I know, but she has no coalition. Like they got completely robbed from her. Really? So now she's just like a leaderless head figure. Hmm. You know, like Trump. Mm. <laughs> 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 so when it applies, you know. Um, all right. Well, that's enough. Time Magazine. When we go into yeah. this last, we'll close out the show with because the universe smiles upon me um <laughs> dumb fucks in it's alabama aren't oh. just trying to put <laughs> roy moore into the fucking senate they're also beating the shit out of each other on at malls on thanksgiving heck yeah um so let's get into this little quick article from ashley may at usa today thanksgiving night fights shut down alabama mall shoe reportedly hit baby let me stop there for a second <laughs> reportedly only in about alabama hashtag alabama with those with those eyes that i just made um only only in alabama is it is this is the shoe reportedly hitting the baby like did it hit the baby or did it not it's like they can't well, afford security the thing is, like that shoe may or may not have sought out that baby but i don't know that baby looks like a future point guard i think he just jumped up and stopped it right with his face right there alley nope uh, the agile reporters in was, alabama was like well i could check the security tape the word allegedly uh, is a lot quicker, guys. <laughs> just, just throw that in there. So um, there were a see. lot of shoes flying around. There were a lot of shoes flying. There was a lot of babies getting hit with a lot of things. I, I don't know how your upsets me is they don't go. go into the type of shoe. Was it a flip flop? Because that's not really going to hurt baby. <laughs> yeah. Was it a you big? Know? Was it a big? Slipper, yeah. You know, steel toe boot. That might be a little different. A little bit. So about Work a boot. dozen, uh. about a dozen officers were called to River Chase Galleria in Birmingham, Alabama, Thursday because of several fights reported in the mall. Uh, WBRC Fox 6 News reports. Uh, officials found at least one fight after 11 p.m. on the mall's second floor, second floor AL.com reports. Um, fight also surfaced on social media. Hoover police officers separated two girls who were fighting and treated them for minor injuries, according to a statement. The fight didn't start because of holiday sales, police said. Local Fox News producer Stephanie Means said on Facebook, a witness told her someone threw a shoe over a railing, hitting a baby. Um, That would start the fight, yeah. (laughs) Police made no arrests. Uh, that fucking baby what are you doing someone got away with that crime guys the mall was set allegedly 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 hit the baby do it in that cool accent you did earlier (laughs) finish reading in that awesome voice the mall was set to close at midnight but instead shut down at 1120 because of the fight an hour earlier police received reports of gunfire outside the mall but found no evidence well it is Alabama Hoover police said they've increased security at the mall through the holiday that's, season. That's just one guy lying. He's like, someone's shooting off a gun. Someone's throwing shoes at babies. <laughs> yeah. Allegedly. This wasn't, uh, there were fights, or there were arrests all over, right? Oh, there was Black Friday. I know it happened here at the Galleria. Yep. Um, but yeah, yeah I, I, I so saw like a 12-minute montage of just people throwing down in fisticuffs. Somebody, somebody said that they weren't going to elect a pedophile, and somebody started throwing <laughs> shoes. Like, what do you mean? This is Alabama. We fuck cousins here um so and this is why you lose the south <laughs> oh yeah i don't, I don't know, know what i'm not 
New York, this was this one's for you. Um, <laughs> they're smelling on fire, sipping their tea. Yeah, that's all right. They're sitting down there listening to Alex Jones in between episodes of this anyway. So, um, I hope not. Damn. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, I think uh, on that note, and you know, it, instead of doing a local St. Louis story every week i might just find that i um, <laughs> local Alabama, i've, Alabama I've got i have a website where i can watch local news channels from every state so i might i might just sit yeah. and keep alabama on turn on the like background. the channel five <laughs> like, somebody's bound to do something if you're not electing a pedophile there's something going on so um so yeah you did that you did that roy moore supporters yeah. so on that note what happens um thank you both for being on the show thank Yay. you also frank for providing the majority of those articles uh, yeah, we kind of set up the studio <laughs> this week uh, and the voice got a lot cooler there <laughs> <laughs> like 10 o'clock last night before i was realized that like i don't have a solid plan for tomorrow's show so right. I'm glad we got to do that um thank you for dan friend of the show dan for thank you for me for for you <laughs> thank and you for being, coining yeah. the term the dap which we finally use yes all yeah. our dappers out there. It's coming to America. Editing uh, <laughs> in audience applause. At the next time we'll talk. Next time we'll have to do a segment on your podcast, all, all that, which is a show about. It's a Keenan and Kel cast. It's the Keenan and Kel cast. <laughs> it's not real, but you know. But with your support. But I'm pretty <laughs> sure Bill Cummins. Join me, on my, join me on my Patreon. Right? Is, is Bill Cummins your... <laughs> Bill, <laughs> Bill Cummins, Bill yep. Cummins. Uh, Last Cummins. week, Last week I talked... I told you about a podcast, Time Suck, but I I did not <laughs> say Dan Cummins' name right. I said Bill Cummins for some Bill reason. Bill Cummins. So I think that's... Even though you know Dan Cummins, show. you're just like, I'll give Bill credit this right. time. <laughs> so, the, the lesser known Cummins. The lesser known Cummins. The evil twin. Um... All right, so on that note, listen to Time Suck, as well as subscribe to TDAP. Um, new episodes are up weekly on Google Play and iTunes. Um, yeah, I think that pretty much does it. So on that note, here it is, your Alternative Fact of the Week. Thanks. Alabama man! Alabama wow. He's quick, he's strong, he's active! You can take Alabama man to the bowling alley where he drinks heavily and chews tobacco. Wow, he can bowl! When wife asks him where he's been, just use the action button and Alabama man bust her lip open. Shut up, bitch! Wow. I wanna be just like Alabama man.